Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. How do we do this again? I have no idea. I'm so shocked that it only took me one try to get through that intro. I'm shocked I only yawned once there. Not because you were boring or anything, just because it's it's late and I'm still exhausted from everything. Life? Yes. Life? Is a funny thing. Life is a cruel mistress. Time is fleeting. <laughs> Time is a flat circle. I'm like, I would love for you to just go into a freaking McConaughey true detective. Time is fleeting. Monologue, so I can go into a Colin Farrell monologue of true detective and just talk about butt fucking fathers on the front lawn. And we're back. <laughs> That's all it took. Uh, it's March eighth, twenty twenty three. If you're new here. Uh, welcome, and, uh, sorry, you've been trying to listen for three weeks. But we're married, and Look, we have a lot of movies. Shit and happens, we man. Talk, we talk about, uh, the random movie from our massive movie collection that, uh, we watch, and we talk about our lives. We're gonna disproportionately talk about our lives. Uh-huh. For probably the next, like, 20 minutes, so if you don't give a fuck <laughs> about our life... Then why are you listening to this podcast? fast forward. <laughs> Uh, if you if you just cannot wait to hear us talk about disorderlies, <laughs> then go ahead and fast forward because we have a lot to discuss. Uh, I dropped a programming note uh, for last week because I felt bad missing two weeks in a row, but uh, I I explained it on the episode of quote unquote on, in the message. We just ran out of time to do anything. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We, we we went to bed one night at like. Nine o'clock, and that was worth out of, it. Out of I'm necessity. so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> like it was so worth not recording. We barely managed to get the episode up before, for like the week of the cruise. Yes, yes. We were able to do it right before we left. Our schedule with uh, recording our next guest star uh, episode with Keaton and Kim got all kinds of messed up, uh, mostly on our end, a little bit on their end as well. It was kind of a mutual thing. So that's coming in the coming weeks, and we'll, we'll kind of pick back up from there. And the schedule's been jumbled around because we have an almost three-hour movie that's clogging up our our. Yeah, we're not looking forward to doing that one. Well, I, I, I love the movie, but oh it's yeah, just... absolutely. But to sit to find the time to do it—that's yes. the problem. Yeah, we need to make sure we have a night where it's like okay, staying up till twelve thirty to watch a movie is is, is, is acceptable. Yes. Um, <laughs> So that's been... man. Do you remember when we used to just get started at twelve thirty p.m. Oh, back in the day, we'd like we'd record an episode and be like, "Well, we just drew this movie. Let's just watch it and record it now." And be know. like three o'clock in the morning, and now it's man. like now you're gonna wake up to go to work at that time. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, so we missed a couple weeks because, uh, well, it's just got to go in order, I guess. We talked about it for a while, and, and we managed to finally go on our long-awaited cruise. Three years. With your family. Jillian had a great time in the treehouse. Uh, My grandmother we went, had a great time celebrating her 90th birthday. And driving us crazy. Um, and we had a good time relaxing in the sun, in the pool, and on the balcony, and in the casino, and just drinking. It was, it was a much-needed break, a much-needed vacation. Still stressful, still tiring, because you want to make the most of it. But um, we had we had fun. We went on the uh, the Regal Princess to the Eastern Caribbean. We You got to kiss a stingray and I hold did. it. And had seven years of good luck, and I've won every Mario Party we've played since. So <laughs> it's a win-win for me. Well, we talk about the next thing that happened. I'm not sure seven years of bad luck really constitutes. No, uh, seven years of good luck. Good oh, luck. good, yeah. Good luck, sorry. And then one week of COVID. Um, I don't think I had COVID. Well, we'll get there. Um, I don't think it was COVID. So, uh, I didn't kiss a stingray, and I still won two poker tournaments in a row, and got second and a third, and made a, a lifelong friend who I'll never see again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was an amazing time. We had a blast. It was exactly, exactly what we wanted. You gonna turn your phone off? I just did. There, buddy? Thank you very much. I'm rusty. Huh? huh? Um, and then we came back to the real world, and as I just made reference to, you were very, very sick for a week, and all of our COVID tests were expired. So, so we don't know what the fuck I you had. You were testing positive, but you, it was, like, the lines were coming up in the wrong order. And then it, it, like, wasn't appearing, and then it was appearing, and then it went away, and then it came so we back. we took the precautions. Yeah. We stayed as far away from one another as possible, and you were masked up. Um, I... Took another trip this past weekend with my mom and Jillian to visit some family down. Yeah, I had to miss out on Stewart the. Uh, Florida. You had to miss out on the cool Stewart Quality Inn. Yeah. Um, I don't know if if you've listened to this episode before and you heard our thoughts on the Mount Dora Quality Inn. Yeah, I just think I should not book Quality I'm Inns sure, anymore. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. What's you our hotel think? for Taylor Swift? <laughs> it's not a Quality Inn. It's a Hilton, I think. Eh, oh, it's like the Hilton Garden Inn or something. Yeah, I think yeah so. look it up. Uh. So because of that, I really hope so. we weren't able to really watch anything or do anything over the past week um, in terms of, for the podcast. However, we were able to watch something uh, that we've been meaning to watch for a while. And I have been banging out Oscar movies because uh, from when we're recording this tomorrow night, banging. I'll be recording a... You just been- Fucking him up. A blank slate draft with uh, Rich Camelucci and Connor Doyle. Uh, we are going to be doing an Os- a 2023 Oscars draft, um, which is our way of doing what we normally do on the blank slate around Oscar season, which is go through the categories and the nominees and talk about our thoughts, and also the new concept of just doing drafts. So that'll be a lot of fun. So I want to make sure I was as well informed as I could be, so I watched a lot of things. So I'll go through those first, and then we'll end with what you watched with me. Um, earlier this week or this weekend. I don't remember when we watched it. So I have watched, is it four? One, two, three, yes. Four Oscar movies in the past like week and a half. Can we start it's from... A Clarion. Okay, that's okay. Hotel. J.C. Christ doing stand-up in the, uh, the uh, lobby? Philadelphia Air- International Airport. Uh, yes. Oh, it good, good. It's all, it's all, it's all, <laughs> he'll be there, good. 
Good. Well, I don't know, because he's a big timer now, so do you want to go from best movie that I watched or worst movie that I watched? Which one is JC in? He's in the, he's in the best one. What? <laughs> yeah. So I, so I watched four things. I, if you've been listening to the show for quite some time, you know that, uh, especially over COVID, even before that, I tried to watch as many of the Oscar-nominated movies from like the big six awards as I could. Uh, I actually managed to achieve it, I think, but one movie a couple years ago. This year hasn't been as easy just because of how busy we've been with work and life. And also, a lot of the movies had a delayed release uh, to streamers. So I still haven't seen uh, The Fablemans. I still haven't seen Avatar. I uh, haven't seen The Whale. Some things I just haven't rented or, you know, I like to try to save my money. So I had to wait for things. So I watched Babylon, which is on Paramount Plus, if I'm not mistaken. I took the three hours and eight minutes to watch Babylon, which has been much maligned. Uh, very polarizing film. There is a Babylon hive out there. But there's also people that are like, I have no idea what the fuck this movie is, and it's kind of trash. Um, one review described it as, it's basically movies committing suicide. <laughs> which is an interesting way to put it. Cool. Um, I dug the shit out of it. Of course you did. I it it didn't feel that long to me. It was totally batshit. Uh, I was not expecting to see that much piss and poop and puke um, in a in a movie that didn't get nominated for the big six awards. Let me be clear. It only got nominated for it's a so couple weird. of the smaller ones. Margot Robbie, in my opinion, was blatantly robbed of a nomination. And I also really liked the lead, Diego Calva. Uh, it's just Damien Chazelle makes good movies. I mean, I mean Whiplash, one of my all-time favorites. La La Land is still solid. It's not a better movie than Moonlight. Shout out to Andrew Zangry. But this was just a big fucking sweeping swing, and I think he connected. So uh, I would recommend watching Babylon. It's It, it takes some fucking turns, but God damn it, you're not going to go wrong. Uh, after that, I finished watching Today... All Quiet on the Western Front on Have Netflix. Have you been trying to watch that for like four days? I, I, over the course of two days. I started it too late in the day, uh, mm-hmm. so I had to finish it today. Because um, that one's difficult because it's a foreign film. It's a German film, so I kind of have to pay attention because i got to kind of read what's going on. Mm. Uh, man, what a fucking baller war movie that just depressed the fuck out of me. Really? I mean, it's, it's based on... The original, it's based on a book that's based off of one of the first, like, Oscar winners ever. Um, it's a very much an anti-war, you know, dramatic look at World War One, And, yeah, it doesn't pull any fucking punches. And it's really indicative of what's going on in the world right now as well. So, it was... It, you know, I like those kinds of movies. Oh, yeah, no, you'd hate it. Uh, but it... it, it Visually amazing, some cool. powerful performances, a, a very, very good movie. I had, had a couple problems with uh, the last like, 20, 30 minutes, um, which I'm going to get to here again for another movie in a second, but ultimately, still very much enjoyed it. Very good. Then I would go with Causeway, which is an Apple TV Plus movie that uh, Brian Tyree Henry, our boy from Atlanta, got boy. Uh, his first Academy Award, which I'm assuming of many, for Best Supporting Actor. Uh, it's a quiet little movie with him and Jennifer Lawrence. Short, simple, to the point. All those things to a fault. Uh, not a fan. <laughs> not a fan at all. It was just like 90 minutes of like, why, why, what, why are we telling this story? Like, yeah. this is just nothing. And then it also has a very, very 
not a big, but like it makes a choice. I'm just like, why did you do that? That sucks. Um, he's great in it. She's also very good in it, but it's just a big nothing burger. It's, sure. It, 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 it's, it's, it's just there. It's so vapid. Like you could just, I suppose immediately, I really watched it. I was like, all right. And I start the next movie like right away. Yeah. Uh, I believe the next movie is one I'm going to discuss, the last one I'll discuss before we talk about the movie we watched together, which is Blonde. The, uh, if you thought Babylon was maligned, uh, Blonde was just full-blown hated uh, by everybody. Um, the NC-17, almost three-hour uh, biopic of the life and awful times of Marilyn Monroe. Uh, Anna Darmus getting a Best Actress nomination. I think just out of sympathy, honestly. Because she she is put through the fucking ringer in this movie. Like It's like torture porn, honestly, what she has to go through. It was so bad. It honestly rivals the World War I movie in terms of depressing. (laughs) Like It's just, there is not a single solitary moment of... Like any hope and happiness for this poor woman, and I don't know if that's the point or not. And if it was, it's not a good fucking movie. And the last thirty minutes, I I, I want to say like two or three things to spoil it for everybody. Don't do that. I, I don't even want people to watch the movie, <laughs> so I feel like I should say it to save them. Don't be don't be a jerk. I I might kind of do it. <laughs> Are you never gonna watch this movie? Are you? Probably not. Okay. Are you gonna buy it? Fuck no. Okay, no, I never want to watch this movie ever again. Yeah, no. If you don't want Blonde spoiled for you, fast forward a minute and a half. Does it take you that long to spoil the movie? Two hours and fifteen minutes in, if you're having the second aborted fetus talk, and then you have the graphic JFK getting blown scene. I'm out. <laughs> like I, I'm, I am done, man. <laughs> like I just don't want to be here anymore. It was rough, fucking going. Oh boy. Like it's, it, yeah. You did, you, you didn't need to go to any of those fucking places, mm. and it just does. And I'm just convinced the director hates women. It's, it's honestly what I felt by the end of it. It's, it's, it's a bad movie. It's a very, very bad movie. Great. So uh, yeah, so that's what I watched. To prepare for the podcast, I'll, I'll go further in depth if you want to hear even more on uh, on the blank slate next uh, th- this this week. Um, but the movie we watched together was Megan. <laughs> Very different <laughs> than all those four. I can't. I like how that's the one I watched out of those four. <laughs> I mean, honestly, of those four, it was probably my second favorite. Eh, mean, third. I mean, All Quiet is a much better movie than Megan. But yeah, but Megan's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Megan, I was like, let's fucking go. Like, let's I was do it. into it. It's a it. lot of fun. Yeah, it... I mean, you're not a killer doll person. You, like, avoid what? Chucky at all costs. Oh, yeah, that's because I was traumatized. My aunt made me watch when I was, like, three. And now we pass out on the Jillian because every time, like, she sees a commercial we mention Megan, she's like, no, 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 don't want it. Uh, but you, man, you got through this fine. Sure. <laughs> It was a lot of fun. It was... It was a lot of fun. It's exactly the B-movie. There is very much this, like, B-movie, like, elevation surge going on between that and Cocaine Bear and, like, other things, and I'm, I'm fucking for I'm it. I'm here. I'm so I'm fucking here for, for it. it. yeah. So, yeah, so Megan was on Peacock, I think. So if you want to watch all these movies, Netflix has Blonde and All Quiet on the Western Front, Apple TV Plus has Causeway, 
I believe it was Paramount. It's either Paramount Plus or Peacock has Babylon, and then uh, Megan is definitely on Peacock. And we also started watching off of Peacock. Peacock's on a roll. Uh, Poker Face last night, which is dope. Um, so we'll talk about that more. Uh, we got the new then, season of Ted Lasso coming out next week, yeah, right? Yeah. New season of Barry starts in April. Last season of both those, I should yeah. say. And then I watched, um, I watched also on Peacock, um, Traders, The Traders, mm-hmm. the show hosted by Alan Cummings. Mm-hmm. I binge watched it in one day and night when you were in Stewart with your fi- with uh, your mom and, and Jillian, mm-hmm. um, and it was superb. It was. Such a great reality show. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Cannot wait for the next season to come out. So if you're if you're a fan of like Survivor, Amazing Race, Big Brother, um, just you know, kind of murder mysteries, uh, deception, it's just a great, great show. It was really enjoyable, and uh, yeah, I love the concept of it. So I I just couldn't stop watching it. So. I really liked it. it. So, Wonderful. Peacock, you got it going on. It's on fire right now. Yeah, G- good. WWE was in trouble for a second there. I mean, Peacock, was, <laughs> WWE was helping Peacock for a second. Uh, all right, anything else we've missed over the past couple so. weeks? Not to, uh, the next time we record will be our award show, so I probably won't get into it, but I'll be watching Triangle of Sadness sometime in the next two days. I'll also be uh, watching. I may rent a couple other things as well. So I'll have more movies to uh, to recap next week as well. But okay. um, let's. Uh, is there anything else we have to talk about, please? I don't <laughs> so we don't have to so. talk about my no. nominated movie that you selected. I don't think. I think we. I think we're at the point. Uh, when? How long? We watched this. Uh, no, okay, it was just a week ago. It feels so much longer. Okay, so we watched this movie on the first. Oh. Hang on. We watched this movie on the first, but I think it feels so long because the movie we watched before that was, was Sonic. Sonic that we watched on the thirteenth of February. Yeah, so we've we've had so a it's gap. It's been a gap, and, and we haven't recorded. Well, and we we've watched Liar Liar, right? The movie that we're gonna do with Keaton and Kim, right. but we haven't recorded it right. yet. Right, so it's just we're kind of all messed up. It's yeah. all spaced out and everything. So so yeah, it's been a while since we've been on this. So just so everyone knows, so next week, like I said, will be the Mullet Award uh, winners. Uh, voting is getting tight. Only got a couple more days left, so get your votes in if you haven't already. Vote for my stuff. Tell your friends. Then then we'll be having Finally Liar Liar with Keaton and Kim. Then we're going to try to do Benjamin Button at the end of the month. Then we're going to do Born on the 4th of July on April 7th, the 4th of, the, the 7th of April. See, 4, 7, 4. See what I did there? I just came up with that now. Uh, and then we'll oh be doing... Oh my gosh, you should do improv. You're so funny. You're we'll, quick. We'll be doing the movie we should have watched, winner for the Mullet Awards, and then we'll get back into like your nominations and things that match. So we're, we're, we're getting there. We're, we're getting cleared out. Um, and this is the perfect enema to do it. Uh, the di- <laughs> Disorderlies. The Fat Boys are Disorderlies. A raucous comedy in the tradition of the Three Stooges, says Scott Kane, the Atlanta Constitution. Oh, man. Oh, there's a lot of writing on this. Yeah, I don't know how. Lapping up luxury and wrapping up a storm. Elderly Palm Beach millionaire Albert Dennison is out of his wheelchair and on the town. You'd think he has the world's best medical help, but instead he has the worst. And the funniest. As not-quite-orderlies who are downright disorderlies, rap music favorites the Fat Boys rule. Playing the free-willing caretakers of the frail Denison, Hollywood legend Ralph Bellamy, 
they stir up a comedic culture clash in Palm Beach society that only proves laughter is the best medicine this side of a tax refund. Anthony Geary, General Hospital, supplements the fun as Denison's scheming nephew, and director Michael Schultz, Car Wash and Crush Groove, blends all the elements into a prescription for pleasure. Oh, you're so <laughs> Why was that a criteria? Jesus Christ! That was so wordy! That was so much to it. Super wordy. So uh, I nominated this along with Collision Course because uh, there were two movies that I was aware of. Well, Collision Course. (laughs) Period. (laughs) I I knew what they were. No, Collision Course. I just found in like a a shitty like video store. Disorderlies. I remember hearing about from one of like the VH1 I Love shows that was talking about like the Fat Boys, who you know in the eighties when hip hop became this burgeoning thing with. Run DMC and the Beastie Boys and LL Cool J and everything. They very much were, you know, 85, if I can coin a phrase, and that they they got these, like, pop culture gimmicks. Essentially, yeah. what the fat boys are is like, well, what can we do for fat boys? Oh, fat guys. Oh, let's, I'm the little people. Like, I don't know. Like, they always would give somebody something. And at that point, and this also crossed into the early 90s, was like, okay, when you have this property that's making money, let's just squeeze it for everything we can. Yep. And one of the biggest things they got was movies. So basically, it was just, who's got a script laying around? Okay, what property can we plunk this into? You know yep. what I mean? That's what, you know, Cool as Ice was. That's what uh, the Hammer Time the cartoon is, you know? That's, that's what so much of it is. So this was basically, oh, we have this clumsy, disorderly movie... Let's put the fat boys in it and see if we can make a buck. And it was just so interesting to me that this got fucking made that I had to buy it. I think I paid full price for this off of Amazon, actually. Oh, my god! Uh, just because I was like, oh, they actually this actually is on DVD? Um, so I'd never seen it before. You'd never seen I'd this never before? Se- oh, if you... <laughs> You thought I was... No, I had no idea what I was getting. Right, I thought into. you knew. Oh, no, I had no idea. I, I mean, was seething over here thinking, I mean, what the fuck movies I mean, he made I me knew. watch. I knew. I mean, you think Disorderlies is going to be... I thought it was going to Citizen Kane? I thought it was going to surprise. But yeah. It did not surprise. <laughs> Swerve, it did not surprise. Just, just end it there. Disorderlies did not surprise. So the other thing, the other reason why I mentioned it when I did the nomination, you know, however many weeks ago, was we've had a really good year. Like, we've had two 10-rated movies. It's only March. We need to have some stuff for the worst categories. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, this had to have done it, and it does. It's, 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 it's trash. It's so bad. It's so bad, but some of it is so bad, it's, it's just... I mean, absurd. It 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 toes that line pretty well on uh, on some of it. Like it doesn't on a lot of it, but on some of it, there was some bright spots. Some I would love to hear them. Okay. Um, I would love to hear them because honestly, like I I love a so bad it's good movie, and this is very very bad. But it was so bad that it rarely crossed over to me. To be good or like, oh man, this is so bad. It was just like very hackneyed. Like the Three Stooges thing is like they basically just were like, let's make the Fat Boys Three Stooges and high drinks and sure, yeah. Well, I mean, one of the good things that came out of this movie is that you can wear those white pants, one of your Hawaiian shirts, and dress like Marky for Halloween. 
<laughs> that I had a kidney appointment today. <laughs> I spoke about a diet a week ago. There is nothing that will get me to lose weight faster than, hey, you can be Marky from the Fat Boys for Halloween. <laughs> In those white pants. Yep, that, that'll do it. I'm, I'm not going to eat lunch for two days. Thanks. Because <laughs> uh, so, so, he has that shirt you just bought. So that I, shirt... Was like similar. I thought I was looking in a mirror. So, so a high level overview of disorderlies. Because if you haven't, if you don't haven't seen the movie or know what's happening, no, here's you what know it is. now. Uh, the fat boys are disorderly. Are orderly or bad orderlies? Yeah. In where, where were they originally? I like don't New know. New York or something. Some nursing yeah. home. Atlanta. I somewhere. Don't know. And uh, this, as the box says, this scheming nephew played by fucking Luke from General Hospital. Uh, Douchebag and his gay manservant. <laughs> that was never directly implied. Oh, it was implied. Just because of the mustache. No. Uh, he wants to get rid of his his failing uncle and health uncle to inherit his money and take over everything. So he brings them in to do the job, and their their unorthodox methods, aka being absolutely liable in their job in bumbling, every way, shape, or form. Bumbling, bumble. OSHA be damned. <laughs> uh, cause him to be rejuvenated and and thwart the plan. So then you he has skipped to to, over so much. No, of that, this that, that's movie. That, that's the that's. The We've got to go through. We're gonna go through. I just want to give people the overall plot of the movie. If you want to understand this movie, let me tell you about one of the first scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. There are sixteen cakes in a fridge. <laughs> there are sixteen cakes. There are sixteen cakes in a fridge, and these three fat boys. Mind you, this is at the original. Eat them facility. all at the original facility. Yeah. Eat all the cake. They eat all of the cakes. Like it's nothing. They just eat up the cake. And the landlord gets so mad and so angry. The mo- I honestly thought that none of the fat boys were going to speak. Because for the first 15 minutes of the movie. No, they just made just, faces. They're basically they're yeah, they're faces. At. And there's, there are more fully edited sound effects <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. Than like, uh, than a Marx Brothers routine. Like it, it's zany to the max. To the max. Right away. To the max. But yeah, and also so, the fat boys have like their opening song, which is one of them just breathing, and, and the other then, one beatboxing, no, the other and one beatbox- just and they're, they're, minorly rapping. And we're then, the fat boys, and we're here to say we're gonna eat all the cake today. <laughs> you don't know that they're gonna eat all the cake. Like you just see them like eating yes, one no, cake. They're the fat boys. No, so so there's like 16 cakes. You see them take one cake uh-huh. each, right? So you're like, oh, okay, they're gonna eat one cake each. Then this guy comes out, and it's a swerve. Our first swerve of the movie. Swerve, they ate all of the cakes. Uh, There's 11 swerves in this movie. Good, great. I want... I'm going to recap them all for you. I can't wait. I want there to be a fat boy. They should have read on 16 candles. <laughs> 16 cakes. It's just the fat boy sad. Then on their 16th birthday, they only got 16 cakes. Uh, so if I can break this down as a movie, like an actual movie... Uh, it's got story absolute shit. It makes literal no sense because it's so convoluted and and paint by numbers at the same time. It sounds like utter shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't even think they had boom mics on. The, like the no. audio sucks, no. and it doesn't help that. And I I mean this in the nicest way possible. All three fat boys are fat to the point where it's hard to understand what they're saying. 
They're, they're, they're they are all. I mean, uh, Marky is that the is that the the, the Eddie Kingston looking one? Yes. <laughs> the whole time I was like, Yo, can we get Eddie Kingston in this? This will be fucking great. Um, he's the like the most okay of the three because like he's the one that the has to get kind of in shape in the movie, and <laughs> he's on a treadmill for like two minutes, <laughs> and he's already the thinnest one to begin with. Well, the other two are just like. Like neck fatting it up, and they that's have how like they are, man. no charisma. It's well, that's why I had never heard of the Fat Boys before this movie. Uh, to be honest, How's, uh, g- tell me, give me one Fat Boy song. The Fat Boys are back. That's only that's the only thing I know. What's that from? The their album, The Fat Boys, which I got Tony Colt for on vinyl. <laughs> Actually, they got the second Fat Boys album. You know, the one that not even their mother bought. Um, but yeah, it, like, this honestly is like the longest music video ever. It's it all really it is. is. Because, like I said, the first 15 minutes of the movie are just them at this other facility, you know, getting into hijinks, not saying words, and just having their music played, intercut with, like, Anthony Geary from General Hospital losing a gambling. Um... And then later on in the movie, when like they're in the, they, they find like all this equipment and stuff. There's just a, what, a, a six or seven minute performance in the middle of the movie. What oh, song? Yeah, do, yeah. What song do they do again? I don't know. They just were recording themselves, and then they just were rapping. What I, I wish I knew what song they were doing. I um, I don't have it written down. Oh well, but uh. So yeah, um, yeah, so they, no. they leave the worst nursing home, according to USA Today, has no, this yeah. nursing home on it the was, front page. It was a, like a 10-minute performance in the yeah. middle of the movie. So they get plunked out of obscurity and losing their jobs to, you know, go to this mansion. And it's so, it's just so, it's, I hate how obnoxious these projects are because there's no effort or thought put in to it, because why would there need to be? Well, no, but I, I don't no, think no, so. But nobody is going to the movies. But nobody like going to the Fat Boys movie and wanting nuance. But you're so I'm anticipating. The idiot. Yeah, exactly. But you're anticipating there to be something, but it's not. That's how they get you. Yeah, that's the swerve. So like, can you like, not lean too? Like, I'd still like to have a conversation about movies. I am. I'm having you. a conversation about movies. I was just about to stop interrupting me, motherfucker. Just do your swerve so that way we can get back to so what this podcast is supposed to well, be. Well, no, because because in the movie, it, like, the nephew guy brings the disorderlies over mm-hmm. and, like, introduces them to his uncle. And you're thinking, Psh, this is a fat boy's movie, the comedy. He's not going to react. He's going to be, like, so into He's going to lean into it. That's where they got you. That's the swerve. Swerve, he reacted exactly how an old curmudgeony white man would react to those three standing over him. That's how they get you. Because you're anticipating. You're, you're like, no, nah, and it's exactly like that. And then ten minutes later, he's... It's, yeah, then they yeah. swerve it again. That's not... So I uh, would like to uh, rescind my request for you. Oh, no, 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 no. You do can't this. do that. Nope. No, please, please. please. Like, no. You can still keep track. And then just like at the end of the year to be like a surprise. That that sounds so much more fun to me 
than having to do this every single week with you and for the people to have to be I'm trying to fill to time, though. No, I don't need to fill time. We can yeah, talk for about, this movie? We can talk about the movie in our lives and not your horse shit. It's not my horse shit. So that it's would be movie. great. Just, you can have the number, track it, and at the end of the year, you can just go ham on it. Like, at once. Like, that'd be great. But it's not as funny. It'll be hilarious. Trust me. I'm the funnier person. I'm the one that's directed comedy successfully. So, thank you very much. Um, what I was getting to was the obnoxiousness of how over-the-top stuff is. And I don't need it to be, like, believable. It's the Fat Boys movie. Who cares? But, like, I don't need, like, the previous uh, boss at the first home to basically be... A walking, talking, like loud caricature. I don't need the family on the plane with them. Oh yeah, that was like, a good like swerve helping them. Samantha, Mother Ashley, Mullen, shut the fuck up! What the fucking words? <laughs> Please, God damn it! The mom from Family Matters was in this. She was. That's why I wanted to talk about not your bullshit swerves. Okay, let's talk about it then. Come uh, on, she was on the plane. Uh... And it's just too, like, they can't even sit down on a plane and not have slapstick ensue. Like, of course, they're too fat to fit in the seats. And they're, they're slapping each other over this old lady. And it's just, it's just, it's just grating. And then they get to Palm Beach. And was apparently Palm Beach, like, where the Klan was invented? Or, yeah. like... They get arrested for catcalling, and... It's apparently, like, the most stuck-up place ever, and I used to live, like, 35, 40 minutes from Palm Beach. I'm not sure. I think that they might... I don't think that they mean, like, West Palm Beach, Florida. I think that this is, like, California Palm Beach. Are you sure? I don't think so. Is there a Palm Beach, California? Uh, yes. Is it? This whole time I thought it was Florida. Palm Beach. California. It's like Palm Springs. Okay. Well. I don't know. Cool. Uh, I don't know where this movie took So then, place. of course, like, right away, they're fucking up. The pool scene is just... <sighs> the pool scene is so bad. It's they're bad. having, like, a pool party, and Dennison is in, like, some, like, contraption to, like, we like lift him out of his chair, and, of course, it goes haywire, and I'm not even talking about the fact that you see one of the fat boys in their underwear, like with their wet underwear. And, oh God, is saying Why wet did you say that? Underwear about the fat boys it makes me gag. Um, and then it just, it just keeps going into probably like the most forgivable scene in the movie is the roller rink scene. Because that's like the movie where like that's it turns. That's the most. What did I say about this scene? That is the most 80s scene that's ever 80s. You're talking about the fat boys taking Ralph Bellamy to a roller rink and he gets a very, very fully edited old man boner with a girl sitting on his lap. Just a dirty old man. And there's a performance going on of somebody who you don't know who the fuck it is. No, you don't know who that is. At this roller rink and they're just having fun. But, But they're all having fun. He's just a dirty old man. That was a swerve that they threw in there. It's a dirty old man. And then it... So then, and that also goes into them getting back and like, of course, Ralph Bentley is now like talking like, chill out, homeboy. And you know, yeah, and then cut, cut them, cut my men some but slack. While, while they did that, cut back to the nephew legit trying to kill his uncle. Well, that happens, that happens throughout the movie because he's trying to pick up It was bits. a ball and it was a ball underneath the covers and yeah. 
you have, and then they, the, the so the roller rink scene into the dog dying is probably like the best like five to ten minutes of the movie because the dog thing is pretty funny. The dog they got you really well. The dog that, yeah. who is like this vicious like guard dog who ha ha go figure. I'm gonna hit you in the I w- face. I with was this trying movie. not to tell, say it so I, loud to uh, just keep talking. Stop it! Not a bit. I mean, it's my bit. Not a bit. It's my bit. All right, go on. The dog is racist. <laughs> Dogs are prone to be in movies, and keeps. I mean, in real life, keeps too. biting the fat boys, and he ends up getting. How did he get killed again? Uh, uh, the guy had the syringe and he was, they came in and he threw it out the window and hit the dog. Oh, God, I know it. And it goes into the, the, the funeral afterwards. Um, yeah, and every, every, like, scene that's set up for, like, calamity and hijinks just takes forever. So there's a scene where, like, the fat boys are playing poker with his pills that come out of this, like, like, basically Polly's robot that they're not having sex with. And like they get them all messed up. They're in like a bag. And of course, yeah. like him not taking his pills makes him like miraculously get better. But it's like a 15 minute scene. Yeah. Of so them like playing and bumbling with pills yeah. and losing the pills and pills, pills, pills. And this, there are sound effects that are so inconsistent. Some of the audio, like some of the, the score doesn't match the action of the movie at all. It, it, it is. And it's so inaccurate. Then, like, when Albert recovers, like, then it has, like, a little montage of them doing different things. Including riding horses, which, by the way... Well, playing polo. Those poor horses. The, but <laughs> let me point out, probably the largest inaccuracy of this movie. Well, because how large of an inaccuracy can you get? Marky is left-handed, and they're playing polo. But you can't play polo if you're left-handed. You have to play with your right hand. It's illegal in the game to play if you're left-handed. Like, they're banned from playing polo left-handed. My wife, the polo expert. It's true. See, this is what I want you to do. That's why, like, Prince shit. Charles and Prince Harry have to play with their right hands. They're both left-handed, but they have to play polo with their right hand. It's Who a sport of royalty. <laughs> gives a shit? It's like in fencing if you were left-handed and you'd have the advantage. Jillian's going to play have do fencing as she gets older. She's going to get a good scholarship well, she's college. Not, she's cool. I don't want school? her to go to a fencing scholarship. That sucks. Why not? Why? They gave her $20,000 to go to school? Fence all day, girlfriend. Whatever. Then she's still a fencer. It's weird. Um, it's not going to be the only thing. It's not going to be like her personality. Not like you and wrestling. That's not even true, and that's very insulting. Thank you very much. Uh, so the hijinks just continue with a workout montage. Oh, yeah. we get... Well, there's no weights lifted at all. And then we get the bouncing yeah, boobs. Yeah, but we get bouncing boobs that, bouncing that inspires Marky to, to work the harder. The bouncing boob shot... I was worried we weren't going to have a bouncing boob shot, so I'm glad that they fit it in to the movie. <laughs> There's way more titties in this movie. Like, this is PG. And there was, like, a lot of skinny dipping. There's full tits in this. For, I mean, tits. was this before PG-13? When was this come out? 87. 87. Temple of Doom, I think, was before that. So I don't know. Disorderly sneaking in there with some PG tits. Um, PG which tits, Barry Window. I, <laughs> I have to say... So as they are being legitimate peeping toms to these girls that are that are skinny dipping in their in this pool, this private pool, at one point one of the fat boys says they are, they're shaped like bicycles, and I don't get that. <laughs> like I get maybe like bicycle standing up, 
like, because then you have, like, the, the wheel poking out there, and then, like, the wheel poking out down there, and then like, the thin, like, I don't, is that, I don't get that. Am I an idiot? How am I Why are you this? asking me? I don't know. You're a woman. Do you, you feel like you're shaped like a bicycle? Chris. What are you shaped like? I, Fudge sickle. <laughs> that's rude and offensive. No, like, not one that's been eaten, like. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. Um... So, in between this was when the performance was, which is just literally to pad the runtime. This is an 86-minute movie. And they had a 10-minute performance. And a 10, minute, 10 minutes of it is just them finding camera equipment and having fun. Um, because at that point, then they get arrested again for being Peeping Toms. And then the then, Florida lie detector comes oh, up. So cringe. For, so maybe you were right. Maybe this is Palm Beach. Oh, it is Florida. It has to it be, has yeah, to be Palm Florida. Beach. Florida, so, Florida lie detector. Yeah, but they, no, they, they are pretty uppity. In they Palm get Beach. framed for the attempted murder because there's like a gun present, from which are basically the the gangsters that, and if he's involved, and it's one of the most. Again, this is 86 minutes. It felt like I told so, you, Bedlam was three hours and eight minutes. It whizzed by compared to this yeah, 86 this, minutes. this movie... It's one of the most agonizing climaxes ever because two, the two worst fat boys are now, like, on their own, like, escaping prison, hijacking a car. Mind you, hijacking the car from the lead singer of Cheap Trick in a random-ass cameo. Just like the Beach Boys have a random-ass cameo at the end of this movie. And, like, come back to save the day because the one fat boy's been knocked out. It's just... Total silliness. It's, it gets so absurd. Absolutely awful, like, fighting interspersed with them, like, finding food and eating it. And just, like, an absolute total fucking mess of all messes upon messes upon messes upon messes upon messes upon messes. Um, and then... The end comes literally out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. They boom the, boom. The house blows up and they survive. The bad guys have like escaped with you know the goods, but the one gangster who's you know why the nephew has been trying to like get this money. He like off. owes him money. He yeah. Owes him money. He basically like double crosses him and shoots him in the butt. Ha ha he he. They all laugh and it's the end of the movie. And I'm like, that's that, it. That's it. But then we thankfully get like. That Thankfully, 80s, I mean, being sarcastic, we get that '80s like tie a bow on it, like wrap up during the credits of like this guy went to jail and this guy went to jail, and they are still friends and they hang out and they go on they, adventures. They try, they try to go on a safari every year and it just can never happen. And it's just like I'm so glad this ended poorly in three different ways. It was so number bizarre. one because it took forever to end with awful action and awful comedy so bizarre then it ended awfully because of how abruptly it ended and then it didn't actually end that way and ended with a shittier epilogue <laughs> it, it was just absolutely absurd it really outdid itself um yeah i regret <laughs> <laughs> everything uh, pretty much my life up to this point <sighs> i just don't understand how so, how popular were they? Chris, I don't know. I'd never heard of them before. I was not the target demographic in 1986. So, their studio album came out in 1984. Yeah, I wasn't even alive. Man. It was certified gold, which means it made five, it sold 500,000 copies. 
Okay. Oh, I did get. Oh, I did get them. The I did get Tony the right the right one. The their their the cover. The cover of their album is just them eating ice cream, looking over a pizza that all three of them are standing on as convicts. Go figure. Sure. I think that sums up this movie pretty well. Yep. Uh, And. All right, so how much research have you done on the Fat Boys? They're all dead, I know that. <laughs> Damn it! No, two of the three are dead. No, all of them are dead. No, two of the three. Oh, who, which one? No, I think they're all no, dead. No, two of the three. I double checked. I, I think all two of, them of the dead. three are dead. Uh, so. Yeah, oh, this guy's on. dead. Oh, that guy's dead. Oh, okay. Cool so, is the one that's still so alive. So, Prince Marky D, who uh-huh. is the thin one. Died in 2021, uh-huh. so rest in peace. And then uh, Buff Love died in 1995. <laughs> that's not me to laugh. It's just that's oh, it's sad. That's that's a that's a young you know. And yeah, Cool Rock Ski is still alive. Okay, he also doesn't have a Wikipedia page. So what's no, that tell so you? not a good. Not what's a good that song. tell you about? Not a, not a good look for 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 Cool Rock Ski. Um, so I have a I have a, a very 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 bad omission <sighs> omission okay. here mm. for the first time this is an episode four or something or other I don't have an MVP <laughs> I have nobody to pinpoint what? I have an LVP oh I have I have LVPs out the wazoo this George guy is the LVP for sure the butler. Oh, no, it's not the butler. He was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, but... He was a piece of shit. I, that was one a thing I was... snobby... But that's the character. Nah, he that's didn't do a very good job yes, either, because you could see he was, like, too thrilled to play he that character. He is not even on my fucking radar, Oh, he's on Samantha. my radar. Between well, every what, fat boy... No, I don't think that they did that poorly. Are you kidding me? Comparatively to people who've been... Actually training to be actors their whole lives. Okay, don't worry. I have other people. So I was for sure that it was going to be Ralph Bellamy. Because I'm like, this is a Hollywood legend. This guy has He does done... have, keep getting them checks. Oh, yeah. He's just keep ca- getting he's them full-blown checks. cashing a check. Some of his, all of his, like, like, for lack of a better term, like, gangsta deliveries are, like, so cringy and ugh. Um... But probably purposefully. Uh, I absolutely hated Anthony Geary. Uh, oh yeah. So he... I probably I probably seen more of him than I care to admit because my mom's favorite soap opera is General Hospital, and she I've it's I was in the room, and it'd be on. I know way too much General Hospital. So Luke and Laura are like that already had happened by this point. Like he was already, you know, one of the most famous. TV actors, even at by this time, right? Because that wedding happened in the early '80s. I don't know anything about General Hospital. Why are you asking so, me? You can so, say what you want. So I'm going to give you like a very, very quick. I don't need you to do recap. that. If you're going to fucking talk to me about swerves, I'm going to actually give you context I don't need you to, to do why that. this actor is. I think Tony Plana was also an LVP. Miguel, yeah. He didn't do enough. He didn't say enough. He just looked like an idiot. Hey, sometimes that's all you need to do. Um. So if I'm not mistaken. Luke was like a con man or some kind of criminal and he like rapes Laura on General Hospital and she ends up falling in love with him and they get married. That's just a bunch of bullshit. I know. Because it was the 80s. 
And, like, their wedding was a big to-do, and it was, like, the biggest thing in soap operas ever. And then for the next, like, 40 years, their characters would be, like, off and on, like, together and on the show. And, like, basically be the crux to the number one soap opera. Which, in the 80s and 90s, soap operas were huge, right? Drawing tens of millions of viewers every single day. Because men went out and did their fucking jobs and women stayed home and did their fucking jobs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's very bad in this. Uh, he would probably be my vote if you won't let me give it to one of the the the, the fat boys. Uh, also, because at this point, I'm not even sure if I could tell you what the difference between two of the fat boys. That for, you're no, so no. I meant I meant from their performances, like like those two, both were equally like you can't understand what the fuck they're saying and have no charisma or acting ability besides. You know, they're they're dancing and they're they're beatboxing. Um, I'm not giving you the butler. Cause again, I was waiting for Whatever. the butler to get like like the rest of them to get hip with it too, but it literally was just stuck to like Albert Dennison. Um so yeah, so where what are we doing? What are we going with here? Um, all right, we can give it to uh Gary. Anthony Geary. Geary. Yep, Luke himself, Anthony Geary, uh, is the LVP of Disorderlies. Uh, I'm going to lean on you for the MVP. I don't have an MVP, so who who would you say deserves it? That's we a we got to give it. Loaded question. That's a loaded question. Um, I mean, I... Ray Parker Jr.'s in this as a pizza delivery guy. <laughs> he didn't do enough. He didn't do enough. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean... It's not Carla, even no, though her Carla. boobs bounced great. Um, it's not? It's not Luis Montana as, like, the gangster, even though I like that character actor. He's a good character actor. It's... Yeah. It, is, it, is it Marky? Is I feel it the, like it's Marky. Is it, is it, the, is it the, the least... The least... And I feel like halfway through the movie, they kind of tell, like, okay, this guy's, like, not terrible. He, he, he wasn't... He had charisma. Yeah, he had charisma. He was Eddie Kingston. I mean, and they gave him a lot more to do. They gave him a lot more to do than than the others. You know, he he was like that kind of like the romantic lead. He, you know, was captured. Right, like got knocked out. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think that would probably be the choice, but that's not really saying much. So. And also, he recently died, so we'll give it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't have anybody else. I, there, there isn't anybody. So. So Mark Morales. Mark Morales is the MVP of Disorderlies, and Anthony Geary is the LVP of Disorderlies. Are you updating this on the? Uh, no, I'm no. doing my own personal. Well, one. I'll just go fuck myself then. Yeah. Um. So I I wanted I was hoping that this was like well obviously I was hoping this was bad but not this bad. Um, what if I bought more movies like this? <laughs> I've wanted to rewatch Cool as Ice for quite some time. Why? Because it's very bad. It makes, it honestly, it makes disorderly look like. So you could do that on your own damn time. <laughs> is what is what what you're saying to me? I'm gonna do this to you when you're sick. I'm just gonna hire the worst fucking help. I'm going to hire the one, the, the one fat boy that's still alive. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny, that's, to, it's that's, just funny to torture you. That's just mean. 
I also just I'm so glad that like like so this director who did a car wash and crush groove. I those I, I can't really speak to those movies and like how important they were to, you know, like the hip hop and like black culture at the time. But I feel like in retrospect, they all probably haven't aged well. So I'm glad we're kind of I feel like we're kind of away from this. I said it even though like the most recent house party was supposed to be pretty fucking bad. Um the the remake one that they did the at one the one they just house? did, yeah. Um LeBron's house party? Yeah. I I just I'm shocked that we're not we're like this way in the culture still, but with TV. Like if you're like so like Jillian's watching that girl Lele, and that's just like a. It's just a bunch of nonsense fused together. But it's also people that have been famous for like social media and the internet. Like they get like TV shows or online things. They don't really get like movies anymore. I'm trying to remember like who the most recent person I can think of that's just like Bo Burnham. Yeah, but that's that's like. You can't even put him in that class because he's proven to be like really, really talented. Oh, has Believe he? Now? It or not. I mean, he has. You can't, you can't deny it. Um, <laughs> hmm. My, how the tides have turned. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure people were saying that about the fat boys back in the day, too. Because why did you see the fat boys on screen, man? They're going to burst through. What, their pants? Um,. Yeah, this yeah, I'm I'm done with this. Are you done with this? <laughs> I've been done with it. Uh, the fact that we waited a week. I think that's also part of the reason why we're delaying recording. It's like I just I want, don't want to, to talk about it. I don't it. want to talk about Disorderly's the Fat Boys movie. Like it's I do want to point out the DVD cover. Man, it's got so much going on even there. Marky's like squeezing this sandwich. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, Roxy's got like soda flying out of his cup. There's two slices of pizza on this guy's butt and a fucking afro pick. Oh, there's a third slice of pizza down here. Uh, it's, it's, there's, there's just a lot. And there's Ralph Bellamy just. Just hanging out. Cha-ching. Having fucking fun, pay me. Pay me, baby. <laughs> Been in the business 50 years. Fucking cash that check. Absolutely. Anything else on Disorderlies? Absolutely not. I nominated it. You scored first. Oh my gosh. There was some things that I was like, okay, it's not so bad. I mean, it was, it wasn't painful to watch. So, yeah, it, it wasn't, it was it wasn't like Scrawl. It wasn't like some other ones we've I'll give seen. you that. Okay, I'll give it you that. It wasn't as bad as some of the other ones we've seen. So, I'm going to give this movie like a two. I'm also giving it a two. Yeah, like it, it, it was I bad. Think any, I think anything below two, you honestly have to question if it qualifies as a movie. Yeah. Like, like, like it this wasn't, is still a movie. Like it wasn't. It has the worst. a script. You can. You can. Those bouncing titties saved it. You can deny uh, uh, half a point per tit. Um, you, you can deny. <laughs> Some of its its sound and like technical prowess. I'm pretty sure I saw a boom. I'm pretty sure I saw it's 87, 1987. Yeah, but it's still made. like it's still a, a professional movie made from Warner Brothers. I mean, like it should look and sure. it should look and sound better than it does. Um, yeah, not good, not good at all. Not good, Bob. Uh, so a two for disorderlies. So like I said, next week we got Liar Liar, and then we got Benjamin Butt. Oh, so next week we have the uh, the awards, uh, arcado.net slash the mullets. Make sure you're getting your final votes in so we can unveil those winners next week. Then we have Liar Liar. Then we have Curious, Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Then we have Born on the Fourth of July. 
Then we have uh, whatever won our should have won uh, mullet award. Then we will have whatever movie I pick from the two you're about to nominate right now. Samantha, what are you nominating for us? Um, I don't really know what I'm going with here. Great. I'm looking here at my list. I think a connection I can make here. Maybe something we could do some some musical inclinations. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna nominate uh, that thing you do. Okay. Right, that's that movie with Tom Hanks. He's in the band. Correct. Okay, you're positive that's on the list. I'm almost positive. We have a fucking list now. Oh, but I made my list before I <laughs> checked that. I'm list. not one hundred percent positive. That where we is that. the list? Oh, it's been so it. long. I'm looking since at it right at now. It. Pretty sure we have it. That thing you do, you are good. Okay. Okay, yeah. So that thing okay. you do and walk the line. Oof. Hmm. I know you're a big Joaquin Phoenix fan. How'd you say it like that? Joaquin. I'm going to pick that thing you do. Okay. Because I'm, I've, honestly don't think I've ever seen the whole thing from beginning to end. Okay. I've caught it on TV a bunch. And I've seen Walk the Line and it's fine. I don't even know why we own the fucking thing. I like it. It's fine. It's a musical biopic. I, you know, I'd rather take a fictional musical <laughs> biopic than a legitimate musical biopic. So that's why I'm going with that thing you do. Uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. As always, arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content. One more time, arcadeaudio.net slash the mullets for voting in our uh, best and worst of 2022. Facebook.com slash Married Movies at Mary W. Movies on Twitter. Married Movies at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. For me, at your host, Mullet38 on Instagram. For you, at Jim with your Sam. And hopefully also uh, restarting this week along with the podcast is my Retro Wrestling Diary, arcadeaudio.net slash podbloggle. I've watched the next three shows, and i got a recap to do. Just haven't had time to sit down and type it up. So Man. hopefully this week will be, you I don't suck. even know what show it is. It's either Bad Blood or Halloween Havoc 97. Um, you suck. I've, I've been busy. Mm. I'm sorry. Mm. Priorities. I, I, yeah, priorities. Taking care of the fucking family. Working hard. Taking care of my daughter. You only do one of those things. I take care of my daughter. I know. You're fine. You look at you. It is fucking 90 degrees outside and you have two blankets on right now. I'm comfortable. Thank you. Very much. I can't wait for you to freeze your ass off in Boston tomorrow. Oh, I don't want to. That's the other thing. We also have a lot of travel going on. Samantha's going to Boston for two days. I was in Stewart. I'm going to be in Jacksonville. I'm going to be in Tampa. Our pets' heads are falling off. I just want to go to sleep. You always do, so just fucking do it. Okay. For Mullet. Signing out. This is Mullet. <laughs> I'm just going to do it like I was on the phone in a movie. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We didn't even do it right. What? We you do it for, for Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. It's been a long time. I couldn't... I got the beginning part right. I'm sorry. I, I couldn't remember the ending. Go to sleep.
Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.